This is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OGT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamonds. Did I say my name twice? No, you didn't. Okay, good. In the Diamond Studio with my co-host, my friend, my colleague, my fellow beekeeper of the Bee Show. Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? You know, I I felt like I just had to kill two, one, hour, one and a half hours in a mall because I just got off work real early. Okay. Wait, really? One and a half hours? So you texted me 45 minutes after? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because, you know, I hate. And then I was like, oh, damn it. I just realized because we're supposed to meet meet up each other at like around four. I got off work around like two. And I, was mm-hmm. at, I was at the local mall and had the Panda Express orange chicken. Very Lo- good. The local Highly mall, recommended. The local mall is a very good mall. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. the one here in uh, San Francisco. Your town, it's the only home, mall. Hometown USA. It's the only mall in San Francisco. No, we have two. Stone What's town. the second one? The one downtown. Oh, Westfield. Westfield, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, the, no, that's the, like the new downtown mall. That's I mean, accessible. what is your definition of new? Because I feel like that's been around for at least 15 years now. Mm. Or 17. Seven years, I mean. Yeah, I'm 32 now, okay. so that. So everything's new to you? Everything's new to me. Considering just like, how everything closes and opens again in San Francisco? Just like all of City Wrestling Radio's podcasts, you could find at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. I don't know. I was looking for a segue, and I just took it and went with it. Um, like the Raw Review, been smacking our SmackDown Live recap and review show. Guys, follow us on social media at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio, and we let you know when breaking news happens, when there's a new show posted, or just when we saw some clever meme that we liked and we said, hey, look at this. Like I said, at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But guys, I think I've been telling you for a few a few days now, City Wrestling Radio official t-shirts are now available for you to buy. Brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR.html. Go buy a t-shirt today. Sizes range from extra small to 4XL. I actually, Michael, I went undercover and I bought a t-shirt. Oh, I went undercover. Bezzling right here, I, Well, yeah, I'm not embezzling. You're embezzling podcast funds I just for the to, podcast. I wanted to check out the product, you know. I wanted to see how fast it was shipped. And me- Jesus Christ, I ordered it on Friday and was here yesterday. Shit. That's fast, man. Um, but it's a super soft shirt, next level, 100% cotton, all beautiful City Wrestling Radio designs. More designs well, soon to come. Well, that's good to hear, man. Yeah, more designs uh, soon to come. Go buy a shirt today and help out the show because, you know, the more, sh- more shirts sold, the better your listening experience will be because, uh, you know, every cent goes into the show and making it better. Yeah, every cent goes into the show, clearly. <laughs> every, every, yeah, every cent. cent. Yes. But like, guys, let's let's move on to some news after these cheap uh, plugs for our merchandise and where to find us. Speaking of cheap, who are we going with right now? Uh, let's talk about the, the, the eight point t- four million dollar loss <laughs> in the first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm just reading off about. of uh, post wrestling. Okay, what's going uh, on? Ratings and, at, and and quarter one by, results by one John Paul by way of John Pollock. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> isn't that a fish? Pollock, a Pollock fish. I'm, I'm sure he gets that all the time. Uh, the company, according to John Pollock, he writes the company lost eight million three hundred ninety-six thousand dollars off revenue uh, of one hundred eighty-two million four hundred forty-eight thousand for the quarter, as compared to a profit of fourteen million eight hundred thirty-five thousand off revenues of one hundred eighty-seven 
million mm-hmm. seven hundred and twenty-one thousand in two thousand eighteen. When the company factors out of stock compensation for the calculation of adjusted OIBDA, it shows a profit of twelve point four million, which is still down from thirty-five point two million in two thousand eighteen. Corey, what does any of this mean? I was going to ask you the same thing. I have no idea. Uh, they lost money, I believe. Listen, I'm assuming the listener knows what the hell I was just regurgitating. But uh, as we, as I get deeper into this article, of the two million for the WWE Network, they did release a total number of subscribers on the day after WrestleMania 35 earlier this month. Went on two percent, right? Yep. Uh, on April 8th, they were two million total subscribers, which is down six percent from the day after WrestleMania <laughs> 2018, <laughs> which hit an all-time high of two million one hundred twenty-four. That's it, really? Two yeah. million. And uh, that, that's div- literally the only people watching Monday Night Raw every week are the people that are subscribed to the WWE Network. Yeah, here's and, also- and, and it has nothing to do with one another. It's just that's how diehard of fans they are. Yeah. Uh, so you and I. So they also go into this was actually off a conference call earlier uh, made earlier this week, which were a source of a ton of news. We actually week. might have an investor that listens that that listens and then also should we just tell? I mean we. We can't really. Isn't there like a law saying we're not supposed to like tell people what to like sell? Isn't there like a thing called no? We're not we're not telling people to sell. No, no. I'm saying it when they're on the conference calls. I mean, I feel like we have we are at liberty to at least tell people to whether to sell or buy. Isn't that the whole point of that Mad Money show? Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, sell. sell. Yeah, that guy with the bald, I would sell it right angry now. Angry bald guy. Yeah, should have bought some. Uh, deeper into this article, tell it also says television ratings were down fourteen percent for Raw and thirteen percent for SmackDown this quarter, with the USA Network down twelve percent and the top twelve cable outlets down five percent. Co-president George Barrios acknowledged that they are down more than their comparison points, but added that it fluctuates in different years and other years hold up better than others. So it's like, guys, yeah, yeah all the calm other years down. Prior. It's just gonna be all right. It was good, so yeah. it'll still be good. Explanation. That's the the president for USA. You said. Uh, co-president of WWE, oh, him okay. and Michelle, not Michelle Beadle, that's the ESPN Kiss Sportscaster, I forget her name. There's two presidents. Uh, the explanation Michelle. the company kept going back to what the number, oh, wait, the explanation the, kept, the company kept going back to what the number of performers that missed time and citing this as reasons for television viewership and live events being down. That reason only holds so much water because this decline came at the peak time of the year leading into WrestleMania, and it's not like we don't write about the enormous declines each week, which have continued specifically for Raw. And they also said they would not comment on any Saudi Arabia or the, ne- the next show rumored for June. Also, the reason why there's there might not be a fucking takeover in San Jose. Which and backlash in uh, backlash San Diego. Yeah, I was and I was saving money for that show too. Backlash? No, uh, the oh. NXT. What well, don't San Jose? You know, because it's probably like they remember like we kept there was Triple H himself, Papa H himself said there would be a. Hey, listen, we're gonna go San back. Jose show, right? We're going back. I mean, that's, that's what, what I, he said, that's right? What I thought, right? Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon touted a quote-unquote whole new beginning at the end of September once they enter their new television contracts and noted the unprecedented promotional opportunities with Fox Sports and NBC Universal. Stock took a big drop after the release of the earnings report and it was down approximately 11%. So they're about 83.5 as of this recording. Yeah, some big business stuff that's going down because that's what they do after WrestleMania. They talk to their investors and say, hey, everything's fine. Or, well, hey, qu- everything's fucked, but everything's going to be fine. Quarterly anyway. earnings. I do love how they try to you know, tout out like the, and you just used that word, so I'm going to use it now. Um, the, um, what was it, like average time watched on there on for the WWE Network? Yeah. And it was like up like 150%. 
Well, yeah, it's up 150% when you make fucking Raw or uh, WrestleMania seven and a half hours. You know, people are naturally going to exactly watch because, more. Because that's how they tout that, like, they measure their dick in measurements of how much they show. Yaw factor. Yeah, the yaw factor. Yeah, the, the times the yaw factor. <laughs> um, no, but WWE is interesting to see. They're going to get a bunch of money from Saudi Arabia again. But the, they'll make it back. They'll make it back. The, the thing will bounce back. But it's whatever, really, whatever opportunity we have just to dunk on WWE, I will. Yeah, there we go. And also, you know, it's just it's it's scary to think that, you know, WWE, like they're not creating new fans. You know what I mean? I mean, is, wasn't there like a poll demographic poll? Like actually their biggest <laughs> fans are people in their 50s. Yeah, they're average. Like you, they're average. <laughs> Sunny. Well, their average viewer, yeah, was like between the ages. It was something like 35 to 54 or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's ridiculous. And. You know, think that they're going to have more viewers in the coming future when these were all viewers that brought them in from the Attitude Era from, you know, given, you know, the Attitude Era was a product of its time. Same with, you know, the the classic era. Is that what they call it? The Federation era? I don't know. You mean like the new generation, like Bret Hart's generation? Yeah, exactly. New generation? Exactly. Because that's the kind of that's what brought me post Hogan. Exactly. Um, But they don't have anything like that nowadays. Like, why are kids going to watch something like super fake? And like I don't want to be like Ronda Rousey, like you know it's fake. And it's that not is that. the number one thing that everybody like always says about that of wrestling too, though. But <laughs> exactly, like. and, but it, you know they're not going to get new fans when they don't have intriguing storylines. When they don't do this, they don't do that, and it's going to show eventually in their numbers. It's going to remember the live events. I mean, it keeps on, it keeps on declining. There's the, no the live events are down. There's no right? stag- yeah. They lost like eight million dollars in live event, right? Something like that. So. Vince McMahon said, like, was it two earnings report ago? Earnings reports ago? They go, oh, I know exactly what to do for the live events. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. What did and he seriously say, though? He said, we're going to fix it. We're, he says, I know. <laughs> he goes, I know what exactly to do to turn around the live uh, live show attendance, and we're going to fix it. That's exactly what he said. Where, where's the fix, Vince? Where's the fix? Uh, another news: uh, Dean Malenko is gone from the company. He's gone. Is that the fix? Is that he didn't quit? He is gone. In regard to a well, report, he either by, quit or he got fired. Yeah, it was uh, Jess Barrasso of Sports Illustrated um, said the first report, and I'm just reporting this out of PW Insider. Oh, it says yeah. Barrasso's, and who is also by way of Justin Barrasso. Barrasso's report states that Malenko, who had been with WWE since 2000 and had been a producer since. Uh, since 2000 and had been a producer since retiring, quit the company. PWInsiders.com sources have cautioned that may not be the case. There's been a huge influx of new producers brought into the company over the last six months, with many of the older producers being cycled on and off the road. As pre- as I previously reported, there had been a fear among some that this was the start of some of the old guard rep- being replaced. Malenko, however, is officially done with WWE. So that's two out of the four horsemen so far. <laughs> uh, th- the third one. Well, which- Jarrett's still there. Like I said, third, uh, will he who will not be named, and then there is Ric Flair. Who's the third that he will not be named? It's Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you count. Mongo but he was Mc- like he was like later. Yeah. Year. Unless you count Mongo McMichael, which we all should. I actually met Mongo McMichael when he. We was don't have to get into it, Corey. Uh, but um, yeah. So okay, as far as we know, I think so. Arn Anderson gone, Dean Malenko gone, and the new producers. You know, Abyss, Sanjay, uh, Sanjay Dutt, uh, Sean Devari. Uh, Hurricane and then, and then 
and, and then uh, you, Jeff Jarrett. Reverse and then you Richard see and that Jarrett. you see you see that team, and oh, you and see Dana the Warrior, and then you see the raw roster consisting of Samoa Joe, Drew, Ma- not yeah, Drew McIntyre, uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, AJ Styles. We're going out tonight. It's pretty much it's pretty much TNA. Bobby Roode, Robert Roode. I mean, yeah. Monday Night Impact. It's and then like seeing how Robert Roode got a win over fucking Ricochet of all people. Like I love Robert Roode. You know he he has a look to him. Like I can yeah. There's definitely life to whatever he's got going on it right now. I just wish it wasn't on at Ricochet's expense. Yeah, um, but Ricochet, what, what did we expect him to be undefeated on the main roster? I mean, yeah, but was, at least, dude, like at least present him better. Uh, a hard fought battle. Like that's. Look, it wasn't, it they wasn't. have a struggle to. They have this struggle to create stars. They have the struggle of fucking live events. Like they're not, they're not making pe- like actual like their cap their most captivating talent actually captivating. I mean, look at Ricochet. Like there was a moment where I feel like there's still a moment where he was the one of the biggest mer- uh, merch sellers on those NXT live events, and even in the when he was in the even when he's on the main roster, he was like he, I remember like hearing that he was actually highly regarded within the mer- merch table. Pew, pew. Ricochet. Yeah, no, that's that's the main that is the key to his success. Thank you, Vince, for that magic touch of yours. Um you know, not long, as good as your Alistair Black creaking noise, but how long before God, Ricochet's you got a gunslinger? It. I want Ricochet to come out in full like um what are those things? Chaps, leather chaps with I'll make like him a cowboy. Spurs. Yeah, like full cowboy. It's in Kentucky. I mean, next He's week high flying cowboy. Next week's uh, Raw is in Kentucky, which <gasps> is where uh it could happen. Which is where Ricochet's from, I think. Yeah. He's from Lexington. Yeah. And the so, gunslinger. so he'll probably lose again against Robert Roode again because fuck it. Let's just make this even. Let's see how far, how low we can go with these ratings. Um, like within this year, I'm guaranteed it's going to go below two. But I wonder, you know, what really pushed uh, going back to Dean Malenko, what really pushed him to leave this? Um, yeah. Because like, we were just like, we were, we're, we're, we were wrestling just alive before the show. And, you know, he, um, Dean Malenko was somebody. Um, he wasn't. Um, He's considered a, an employee exactly. by WWE. He wasn't a contractor and like he a had, lot of the wrestlers. And he had run into many health problems, but since due to his employee status, they took care of him. He so had, he had uh, insurance, 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 insurance. So it's a very serious subject, Corey. Right, insurance. This is a man's life we're talking about. And so, what drove such a man to insanity to to leave this sort of position? Which I would it would save I it would save to assume that they would not didn't want him to leave, considering like the news about Dustin Rhodes leaving. Also, really, Dustin Rhodes? No, no, no. I'm saying, do you really think they didn't they didn't want him to leave? I mean, the thing is, like, I'm just putting Malenko within the same realm of a Dustin Rhodes, where a former WCW talent turned uh, producer, backstage agent, where Vince McMahon did not want to let go of Dustin Rhodes, but at the behest of Triple H, finally got his release on January. That's no, why that's, he, that's, when, that's when he asked for it or something. He asked. A, I, I feel no. I thought he was. I thought he got released in January, and, and they he kept got, quiet about for the. They 90 kept days. quiet about it. Ninety day release. Or the ninety day no con uh, con tr- no, no compete clause, and now he's at double or nothing against Cody Rhodes, which was listen, that, baby, my two to, baby going boys be, are going to be fighting for me. That's going to be kind of a, that's that's there's going to be a lot of heat during I'm that match. I'm in both your corners, but so I'm just looking at since we only know so much. I'm just looking at this whole Malenko situation as an analog to the Dustin Rhodes thing, and they could be completely different like situations. But you know, you got Arn leaving, even though that was also a completely different reason, and you got. You, they're just uh, they 
a lot of people are leaving, which is, you know, good mm-hmm. for the most part. Let's see what the new guard has to say about the or they the bad. what they have to offer and the WWE coming through. But then it also presents opportunities for a company like AEW to nab Dustin, Arn, or and Dean Malenko now. You know, it's I get, really get the Cody <laughs> gift get the Cody ear gift ready. There's nothing I want more right now. Than a whole season of South Park just made about backstage antics, like about what's on the WWE Network. It's called Camp WWE. No, 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 nothing like that. But like you know how South Park has been very kind of smart in the past, like I would say five years, ten years, right? Ten years. Uh, We're doing shows like based off gentrification, things of that, poking fun at social, you know, social issues, but also you know taking a serious stance. To be real good at that, it's a real easy to fuck up a show like that though. What's up? You're talking about you want a South Park kind of show about... No, I want South Park exactly to do a backstage, like all the writers and everything. I mean, It would just be fun. It would be really good and exciting and just because I could just that see... What, isn't that what, um, what the network was doing regarding like backstage stories and then oh, they animated those? those? Those were actually pretty good. There was yeah. one, the Bubba Ray Dudley, Shane McMahon one was pretty good. But yeah, uh, WWE, new writers, new guard. Um, I wonder if uh, Triple H is just making the replacements because, you know, it wasn't Sanjay Dutt, one of his guys. Um, same with uh, uh, Sugar Sugar Shane Helms. Sugar Shane Helms. Uh, just a quick little tidbit. Uh, Chris Wolf wrestled her last match in EVE Wrestling. What happened to her? Why is she, why is she retiring? I mean, head stuff, you know, same reason why any wrestler medical will issues? retire. Yeah, medical issues. That's a bummer. Not much I not. I mean, I I regret to not have not known much about her career. I follow her i've heard a few interviews yeah i've heard, heard a couple of interviews new of her but uh we wish chris wolf the best in what's next for her absolutely yeah and there's some actually more news regarding some more injuries oh, no. uh, going on uh actually all plaguing the nxt scene so first off we have matt riddle is going to be missing uh, the weekend nxt house shows due to a mild arm infection Ugh. Just sounds gross. Uh, I was wondering, like, when you said injuries, like, I was like, I was kind of like thinking, like, oh shit, did he fuck up his ankle? <laughs> he's like regarding the fact that hey, this is why people wear boots, man. He's like, bro, we were doing pictures, and then when I did that one pose, they zoomed into my arm, and it looked a little green. So I was like, sorry, got to go. Uh, no, he said he announced the news on social media today saying I've pulled hey, out from all the shows of, this weekend due to a mild arm infection and it saddens me greatly. But real talk, I got my uh, new creature skateboard from CCS yesterday and I'm going to go tear it up at the local skateboard. <laughs> yes, man. Like, honestly, like I like green, I but I don't like this gang green. Also, uh, what are you gonna do about it, Adam Cole? Also injured this past weekend was, or this uh, this week was an NXT referee. Referee Tom Caster uh, suffered a broken leg during the ty- uh, match between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen Dream for the NXT North American Championship. Um, but he actually suffered the ma- le- broken leg and continued with the match for the pinfall and the win. So, fuck, man, that guy's stronger than some of the. Uh, I wonder if he's just actually stronger than some of the actual competitors that would like they would call the match right at that, or he was just that scared to like fuck up the match that he's like, no, I have to suffer through this or I'm going to lose my job. Another news. Well, hey, uh, get well <laughs> soon, ref. Mm-hmm. What's his name again? Tom Caster. Tom Caster. I saw pictures of that. Did not look fun at all. 
No, his leg was completely bent the other way when he was like laying was on the just, ground. Was it just like this was just a freak accident? No Lars Sullivan? No, no Lars Sullivan. Uh, let's see exactly what happened. Let me find uh, what happened. Um, referee Tom Caster suffered a bad broken leg of the match when Drake with Drake Wartz tweeting, please say a prayer for my brother okay. Tom Caster. Didn't really, didn't I'm hold on. I'm going. Hold on. When he was on the stretcher, he squeezed on oh, me. Yeah. He said, Drake, I love the business. <laughs> Nice. That's cute. Anyway, uh, Mickey James released a new song. Who? Mickey James. She sings? What? You don't know that? Like, she sang her own TNA theme song? They gave, like, a... Here, let's give it a listen. See, this is why you need headphones. Why is it bad? Eh. No, I mean, like, the sound away. It sounds like you're holding a phone up to a microphone. Uh, Ooh, girl. I want this to be uh, Nick Aldis's new theme song. Hey, I am an admitted guilty. I consider uh, hardcore country a, a guilty pleasure. Hardcore country. And that one, the wild and free. <laughs> it's a pretty good song. Yeah. I, I, when it comes on at the gym, I am like, I let it play. I let it yeah. play. Congratulations to Mickey James on on singing, and, yeah. and and making more money than one dollar off of it. That's pretty good that she gets to make money off of the things she loves to do. Uh, let's see. What else so have we got in the news? Um, Stacy Irvin Jr. Uh, confirmed his departure from WWE, at least NXT system. The only thing I remember about Stacy Irvin Jr. is how when the Street Profits or somebody else almost dropped him on his head. Yeah, he suffered concussion issues and he decided to step away uh, from the NXT scene. He, Maybe that's why. He was a gymnast. It could be. Uh, signing with WWE back in 2018. He received strong reviews for performances, high-flying NXT house shows, uh, but wrestled one match on NXT television and uh, in his time with the company. So that's the match he actually. I mean, they gave probably, him TV time. He was on. He was on NXT, yeah. like albeit like a jobber, but jobber with fire. Yeah. It's been, uh, just to uh, keep it on the NXT side of things. Uh, what un- else do we have, bro? Real un- talk. Unpleasant stuff, actually, Corey. Um, so, yeah. Brendan Williams uh, and Mansoor. Uh, Manny Fabrino in the and, local um, NorCal scene that you guys may know. Uh, yeah, they do a Twitch, Twitch stream. Uh, they call themselves the Insiders. Uh, what is Z? Uh, what is Z? Um, that's fucking it's awful. You know, like they're it's uh, not your. They brand have this. They have me. a brand of humor, which you know, like maybe I would have found funny, maybe like when I was in like sophomore year of high school. Yeah, and um, and I'm not saying. I didn't. I never laughed at a single thing they said, but there was some problematic things going. There were on. more eye rolls than none. Yeah, and uh, amongst many of the questionable, problematic things that was going on, uh, recently uh, they had NXT UK performer Rhea Ripley. She recently issued an apology. Again, uh, gonna read this off of uh, our friends well, at should, Post Wrestling. Should we talk about what happened first before the? Well, the thing what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say just okay, kind of okay, just okay. bears with this. Uh, NXT UK performer Ray Ripley, uh, also known as Demi Bennett, has issued an apology following the use of a homophobic slur during a live video stream. Ripley was on camera where viewers could tip them to cut a promo and led to Ripley delivering one and including the slur. So she was probably paid. so. So the stream was paid. Like it's sort of like cameo, where you pay a certain amount of money for them to cut a promo on an individual. Yeah, and I think they were they decided to use. I don't know whether or not it was her. Like they asked her to say, "You've seen the video, right?" 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she used the F word, the bad F word. Yeah. 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 More yeah. than four letter F word. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's okay. Was, um, but, I, no, she I, went. She went I, extra syllable on that. I, word? I went. I recognize as a queer man myself, so I'm gonna take this th- this conversation, and I will go ahead and say it. She said the faggot on the show. Okay. Um, she went ahead and said. So she went double syllable on. Yeah. That. Well, what she said. Well, that's what she said not, was not that it, any version of it is bad. The video I saw it starts literally like is not good four anymore. seconds before she says the word. Um, she says um, something like, "Oh, you, I, you barely have any content, you, you little faggot." Oof. And everybody else in the back was just like, damn, like everybody else was kind of like, what the hell just happened? Like, That's not cool. Yeah, it's exactly. pretty unacceptable. And I think, you know, the other people in the back were kind of like, whoa, because that was soon after that, she issued that statement. Like, And also Brennan and Mansoor, that Twitch stream is now wiped off the face of this earth. Is it? <laughs> All of it. Oh, man. Uh, Demi. Uh, so this is the this is the apology. Demi Bennett speaking here. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to use a fucking accent for this. I know a lot of you are upset with me after tonight, but I just want to publicly say that I am sorry. My brain to mouth filter came down for a second, and I forgot that some words are a big no-no to a lot of people. I'm a firm believer that everyone should be treated equally, whether that be race or sexual orientation. With that said, I just want to say how dearly sorry I am to everyone that, I, that was offended by my choice of words tonight. I'm not... Completely sold on that apology. I wasn't okay. Yeah, I wasn't offended by her saying that because I can understand in other parts of this world, including you doesn't know, make it not offensive though. I understand that, but then when she issued that apology, it seems like bullshit. The fact that she says something like "I'm sorry, I offended you." No, she she said so, a lot like some that. words are a no no to some people. Okay, but that's. So does that mean it's not to you and you use it freely whenever to, you want? To give her credit, she all she says she's a firm believer that everyone should be treated equally, whether that be race or sexual orientation. Yeah. But then that's just kind of that's just kind of got buried by what you, she says. You prior still have to, this. to like just because you believe something doesn't mean you don't do things that produce that kind of negativity. Hey man. Like, there are people out there that say We'll probably say the N word or, you know, call someone, you know, dog, the bounty hunter. Yeah. But and then still say like part of my society. It's part of where I'm from. You know, I'm down with the brothers and still think that and still think that like they're for equal rights. Well, no, you're not completely for equal rights. You said nothing and everything at the same time. Exactly. And um, that's unfortunate. Uh, It it really sucks because like I really liked her. I really and I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, she sucks now. You know, hey, I'll give her a second. Corey, you know, my one reaction to that apology was. Yeah. And everything involving with that. Ray, uh, Ray Ripley, how old are you? She's 22, probably. She's probably younger than Tony Storm. Yeah. But then, like, I'm not giving her the benefit of, like, you know. Tony Storm's You're Tony Storm is now like the gay queen for like all the gay men in like NXT uh, UK let's scene. See, let's see. Let's see. Let's how see. How old is she? She's Rhea Ripley. Eight. Jesus Christ. Rhea Ripley's she's five. Gonna, she's very. 1996. She's 22 years old. Gotta, I'm not saying that like you shouldn't be saying that at any age, honestly. And I'm not going to say like, oh, she's just a kid. She's learning. From, she's learned from. Oh, that. you know, she's just a kid. You know, shut up, Brett. <laughs> see, <laughs> it's Brett. Uh, so it sucks. Very, for it sucks for that. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it sucks that that just had to happen yeah. because we all have very high opinions of Ray Ripley. Uh, now apparently, you know, everyone, high, it's apparently not as high as it is now. Um, everyone deserves a second chance. I'm, you know, just because you say one word, you know, it, it just to me it it like signals in my head like, okay, I see you've kind of for what you really are now. Cool. Honestly, it just sheds a light of the overall culture that's going on within that performance center uh 
like bubble. You know, what I'm, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that because that that insider stream, they get people they get people of note from NXT on there. Like yeah. they had they regularly have Shayna Baszler there. They regularly have like members of the Four Horsewomen there, and it's it's pretty much a college dorm room. Well, I feel like and, they, they would be like just like tearing up the room and shit, like and aggressive thirteen year old girls. It just like reinforces the fact that like you, when you enter that business, you're about as mature as the age that you enter in. Now, yeah. granted, some of those people are a bit older when they start, you know, getting tryouts or of that sort of nature. Um, but everyone, you know, every business it sheds a light on this. It sheds a light on what's going on here. Like every it's locker business, room talk. Every business is going to have people that say, you know, racial a cultures slurs. like, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. You can have a culture like that no matter what sport you go to, because let's face it, sports are, you know, very. It's a very uh, there's a lot of toxic masculinity, masculinity, and just toxic stuff. Toxicity, in toxicity, in a our toxic city. environment. In there we go. There's no and it is shit. Toxic femininity. There's none of that, right? Yeah. Well, there, there can't she said, be. It's so beautiful. That's she why. said she's sorry. She said she's sorry. Good I mean, for she her. said she's sorry, but she also said, "I'm sorry I offended you, God." Like, I'm sorry that you got offended by what I said. I'm unfil. I'm unfiltered. What can I say? I speak my mind. <laughs> I'm Rhea Ripley. Oh, God, no. Um, Nia Jax uh, underwent double knee surgery earlier this week for the torn ACLs in both knees. She said she was already walking with some assistance on Thursday. Again, post-wrestling. Good for her. Always tell your sources. And it wasn't a plug. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm finger. This is wrestling. the website that I get all the I'm, news. I'm, it's like I it's, know it's I mean, every news. Like, it's okay because we're like the everything am- is just we're signal boosting. We're shit. like the amalgam universe. Um, mm-hmm. We're you know where we take Marvel and DC, but we take like figure four wrestling oh. and um, post wrestling, and we meld it together. I'm watching Endgame tomorrow. I'm. When are you not, watching it? I don't know. But you plan on watching it? At yeah, least, right? I still haven't seen Game of Thrones from last week. Oh, you got some catching up. Wrestling show and tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next week, right? Game of Thrones. Uh, the Crockett Cup. Crockett Cup. And then WA Crockett Crock- Cup. Uh. Concord, North Carolina, and Impact Wrestling pay per view on in I hate, on I hate Sunday night. Con- I hate Concord, North Carolina, because every time they say Concord, I'm like, "What? There's a wrestling show in Concord?" Yep. And I'm like, uh, "It's not California." So it's pretty much an amalgamation of. Uh, ROH, New Japan, CMLL, and NWA, owned by one Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins. NWA. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I am still, still just owned and in the ring. I was going to say, own NWA. Didn't he, didn't he have, like, no, he had a wrestling promotion, like, where Rhino was a champion, and he, like, made music for that promotion. Like in somewhere in Chicago or New York, I don't, I don't remember. Probably Chicago. He's yeah. from Chicago. Uh, so, following matches of the full card, it's Nick Aldis versus Marty Skull for the NWA title. Ooh, that's gonna be a good match, uh, baby. Willie Mack versus Colt Cabana, Col- Cabana for the NWA national title. That's Allison an ugly K. title, by the way. It's classic. Well, come on now. Allison K versus Santana Garrett, replacing Jazz, who vacated that title. Yeah, uh, for the San- vacant. Yep, Santana Garrett. I think she's f- is she from San Francisco. She's been hey, you're the indie man right here, man. Okay. For the vacant NWA women's title, Medusa will present the title to the winner. Oh, that's nice. The Briscoes versus the Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> Express in the opening round. Really? Yeah, Rock and Roll they're still going, man. Rock and Roll never dies. Uh, Bandito and Flip Gordon versus Stuka Jr. and Guerrero Maya Jr. Guerrero Maya Jr. in the opening round. Jimmy Snuka Jr.? I fucking don't know. Uh, PCO and Brody King versus Yuji Nagata and Satoshi Kojima in the opening round. PCO versus you, either Yuji Nagata or Satoshi Kojima. That... Hey, Villain Enterprises, I man. I kind of... 
I want to watch that. Uh, and Crimson and Jax Dane versus T uh, to be announced. Winners of the wild card tag team TBA, baby. held earlier that night. So, yeah, wrestling. Wrestling news. Awesome. Crack- the Crockett Cup, baby. When's it going to be on? Where can I watch it? Where can I turn on the TV? I have no idea. Look it up. Okay. I'll check it out, baby. NWA Crockett Cup. It's not that hard to, you know. To le- legally stream is what you were going to say? Yep. 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 Yeah. Is that it for, like, the the radicals, too? That has to be. <laughs> Where's I'm Perry talking Saturn? about Dean Malenko. I know. Where's Perry Saturn? For a good long time, for at least three years, nobody knew where Perry Saturn was until he popped up with a face tattoo. That's sexy. We should get him on the show. I'm pretty sure we can, honestly. With Moppy. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, they're both in places that we don't know about. Um, they're dead, yeah. I mean, Eddie, Eddie's resting peacefully. He's not down there, as Randy Orton would say. I feel like we're past that point where we can joke about that, right? Oh, Eddie's he, down there. <laughs> down that was so fucked up. Down where Randy and he has his hands in his pants. Like, oh, and then, God, and then, you oh. know, and then gets his ass kicked by Rey Mysterio. But like fucking Rey, but then Randy Orton won that pay per view match and he got himself in the title. Ugh, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Let's just talk about whatever. Like, is that it for news? The, the Impact Wrestling. There's Rebellion pay per view. I don't. I'm probably not going to watch it, but that's going to happen. <laughs> When did that happen, baby? Tell me where I can watch it. Tell me where I can put it on it's the pay per view. It's on. Ooh, put it on the pay per view. Thirty nine ninety nine, baby. Call you, your, hey man, if you want to support your call your cable if you want, provider. If you want to support, say hey through the at Comcast. Let me order the TNA, baby. So the so so far on the Starcast. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that too. Uh, Demon Link goes on there. Dustin Rhodes, Kenta Kobashi. I already bought my tickets. Has, I already bought my tickets to see. Um, to meet Kurt Angle and The Undertaker, so I'm fine. Oh, yeah. No, that's de- you're definitely in the clear for that one. Yeah, yeah and what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, everything went wrong for that one. We, we just, yeah. Do you, re- you already reported that? No, I haven't really. Yeah, they pulled out. <laughs> Kurt Angle and Undertaker, they pulled out. And then Conrad Thompson, he report he, this was reported by, well, Conrad Thompson, 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 Thompson told SportsIllustrated.com that like they try to make we try to make it make good. And so, you know, for the fans who suffered and like who's paid money to see Undertaker and Kurt Angle. So one of my ideas was ask and God bless his uh, God bless his soul for this. A uh, God bless his heart for this. Conrad Thompson still was. He wanted v- either Vince McMahon, Paul Levesque, Stephanie McMahon or Shawn Michaels to be on StarCast, and all the proceeds would go towards Connor's Cure. Apparently, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do any business regarding this entire show. Um, the Q&A session. I think there's, he's still doing the meet and greets. Yeah, he's there. No, no. Okay. So, no, he's totally out of StarCast? No, I heard he was going to be there, but he's not doing I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, it's, it's weird, it's, baby. It's just a... You can't, you can't see, find him. You can't turn him on the TV. You, you can't, can't do nothing. You can't like see this anything but a power play from WWE's part. Like, they signed new... Like, Angle and Undertaker, they signed new deals. Angle did? A, yep. Yeah, he's back. He's He has new terms to his deal now. I mean, he's been with that company like he uh, since the Hall of Fame. Remember, he got... I think but he got inducted like two years ago. I last match on Monday Night Raw. No, but then... <gasps> That doesn't mean you can, sp- you can sign a contract without being an actual performer, dude. That's true, baby. You'd be like, Dima Linko and be But then wouldn't he be considered an employee? I mean, you can still sign contracts if you're an employee. Say, listen, I want to be backstage. I'm Dude, Angle. what is up with this Dusty Rhodes impersonation? You've been I haven't doing this done for one more in a while. Than, you've done this for a quarter of the show now. I haven't done one in a while, and I felt like I needed to do it. Uh, but that's, that happened. That happened early in the week. That kind of like That kind of set the tone for everything here mm-hmm. um but was it what was i about to say let me look at this oh yeah there's also going to be an interesting panel 
uh, one partic- um, one involving Bret Hart and one Tom McGee. Oh, that's right, Tom McGee, Bret Hart, the two participants of what was what is considered the Holy Grail of wrestling, which is still not out yet. Yeah, me and Bret, we went at it for a match. It was great. Is that your Tom McGee? That's yeah, my Tom McGee impersonation. Because you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I could do a Bret Hart. It's great. It's, it's just like no, you know. The thing about you know what's you, funny? Tom I was gonna that... put on my Bret Hart shirt today for you, but I was like, yeah, I'm fucking. I'm too much. It would be too much of an insult for you to do a horrible impersonation. Oh, you know. Yeah. No. Um. That should honestly, I feel like that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Uh, the Tom McGee and Bret Hart match. Just imagine. Just well, WWE. I, the, I guess the next w- Hulk Hogan. He was touted as the next Hulk Hogan because of this WWE match. is allowing them to show this. So WWE does own this footage. So they do, in fact, own yeah, this footage. Yeah, yeah. So they are allowing them. That's the one thing I remember them talking about. That's crazy. Is that they're allowing them to play this now at the show. But and, then and, I remember, didn't like WWE, they didn't even have it? They didn't have it, but they still own it. Like, just because you don't have the, the actual video, it doesn't mean you don't own the rights. Quite literally, they don't own it because, like, I, I, we don't have it. Yeah, well, yeah. You yeah mean, I know. It's sh- under, it's, they use company assets. It's, Brett could have been like, oh, you know, Vince. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, it still isn't out yet, that match. It's not still not out there. I mean, there no. was a screen cap of it, so it, this did indeed happen. It'll probably be on a fucking Brett Hart WWE pay-per-view. Or, just, um, what I do just you call love, it? Yeah. Uh, DVD or network special. I just love that name. Um... But yeah, no, it's it's great to see. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, should we Tom talk about NXT? McGee. Tom McGee. Hold on, I got a text message. We should talk. Uh, about let me NXT. start with NXT UK while you look at your text message. Let's no, start. no, no. Why? I mean, we could. You can do NXT. NXT UK. Let's yeah. kick it off. NXT UK still in the USA. We're still at access. Okay. So that's fun. That's a thing we're doing. Um, I hope they don't continue this like nine weeks of. Um, access tapings after WrestleMania. It's only been a few weeks. Um, but, you know, it's it's really getting to me. Uh, Cassius Ono versus Liguero. That literally went 13 minutes. Uh, that, I mean, was it at least good? No. It was a bad match. That's unfortunate. Um, Cassius Ono versus Liguero. The two slowly uh, calculate each other and lock up. Uh, ono pie faces Liguero. Very, very slow start. Ono then outpowers Liguero. Uh, every single time he tried to get a submission win in or a submission in big boot to Laguero. Laguero mounts a comeback with head scissors takedown to Ono suplex to Laguero. Laguero then hits a cool destroyer and a slice bread. That was the one cool thing about this is that he did hit a couple of good moves. But Laguero and these and Cassius Ono both are just like indie guy supremes. You know what I mean? Especially Laguero. Ono then uh, turns uh, Laguero's mask around, hits his el- elbow and the pin in the win. So well then. <clears throat> Yeah, Laguerre loses because he has a mask that's too easy, easily manipulated on his face. He should take those like handlebars off. Or he should just not wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yeah, that's that's a good one too. Good idea. I like it. Next up, we have Jordan Devlin. He's backstage. He's talking about his feelings on a match versus Walter. Oh, next he's talking week. about his feelings. Oh, that's so. <laughs> well, nice. He has a match versus he's Walter next week. Open up his uh, emotions towards everybody here. Why he's acting this way? We're getting Devlin versus Walter next week, Michael. How come to to the to the least amount of fanfare as possible in a non-title match? Great. Yeah. So wait, when is it? Next week. Jesus. With that, this is the bill. Did this already happen? Do you think this no. already happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been filmed, yeah. Okay. Because I know uh, one spoiler that happened at that show, but I we can't talk about it until next week, I believe. This uh, doesn't involve other people. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that picture has been going around. Oh, I know. Um, but, you know, uh, Devlin versus Walter next week. He says he's not a fan of this match. Only reason because is that it's not a title match. 
but he's going to show Walter. So is he a face or a heel? I don't know. He's Jordan fucking Devlin. Because he's the I, Irish I don't ice. See, okay. I don't, I don't really see Walter as a heel. He was just a guy who happened to beat Pete well, Dunne. We'll see what happens next week with What has Pete Dunne? No, you'll find out. Uh, next up, we have a video promo for a brand new tag team. Uh, a fresh new tag team to the NXT UK roster. Uh, let's welcome the B team to... No, I'm kidding. <coughs> no. Uh, Primate and uh, Wild Boar, they're tagging up Primate? Now. Primate, that's what I said. Like, is it just Prime with a number eight? No, no. I would, that'd be cool, though. It would be better. Is there eight? But he, but he's a he's a he's a monkey, like he he because he's like that's his character. He's like a gorilla, and then wild boar of course I'll get is down with it. of boars. He is of boar, boar um, heritage. <laughs> so <laughs> my mother was a boar. Uh, yeah, that was a thing, and but it was a cool video promo. Does he have I'll a, be honest, does, does he have the little, like? Tr- he, he has what like do you call mask? it? A tusk? A tusk? Yeah. Tusk. He has a mask where it has tusks. tusks. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Eichner and Bartel. They're at Access, mm. and they're disgusted with Access. They're disgusted well, that the WWE fan experience you is know, just so once, easy. Once you're in a convention center with a bunch of wrestling fans, lots of wrestling fans. No, I like WrestleMania it. weekend. Bring your hands. I like it. They're walking. People. They're walking down this corridor, and they're like showing, like, look at this. You can just pose for a picture over here with a title belt. It's just so well, outdated that they're still presenting this access show. But oh yeah, go yeah. Ahead. No, then there's like some like the crew who is working at this booth is like can having we help fun. you, sir. No, they're having fun. Like the guys like holding up the title. And what was it? Bartel looks over. He's like, you think you're a real champion? And the guy's like, bring it any day. Bring it. Hold me back. Hold me back. That's nice. So I thought that was kind of funny. Made the, that's the, yep. And then they kept talking about, you know, how you had to work hard to eventually walk through the original, like, WWE. Remember the old, uh, you know, where it was all the lights when they come through the stage? Uh, from the stage, yeah, yeah the, the old stage, the, yeah, that was colorful. Uh, used to work hard for it. Now you can just go to an access event and take a picture doing it. So they feel the ring is sacred and they're pissed that people can just do this so easily with money. I think they were just showing off what a great time you could have at WWE Access. Take a picture with the bell, walk yeah, let's go. Stage. Let's go, let's I, go right now. It's, it's still going on, right? I mean, according to this, according to NXT UK, it is, yeah. Uh, let's see. Where am I? Uh, next up, Tony Storm. She comes out and uh, she dates her promo pretty pretty badly because she makes sure to tell you that, that it's the rest- Viking Raiders. No, I mean the Viking. Um, the yeah, the whatever, whoever they are now this yeah. week. Um, she made sure to tell you during this weekend, WrestleMania weekend. It's like oh, all right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Good you job. For, thanks for dating it. Thanks. Yeah, no, you 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 done goofed. They uh, they couldn't just edit this out. No, no, they could not. So they, like they real that shows how much they care about these tapings. She says NXT women's division is incredible, but she says she's Tony Storm and she's going to be champion for a long time. Uh, I'll that was I'll, her problem. I'll, I'm going to bet on that. Yeah, especially if Rhea Ripley keeps using uh, homophobic slurs online. It's not she, like they. It's not like they literally have anybody else. Out comes Kaylee Ray. Ooh. Yeah, I mean Kaylee Ray's all right. I don't know, man. Like. She just, I don't know. She's kind of bland to me. She's a good wrestler, but uh, we have Kaylee Ray versus Zia Lee. Zia Lee making her, I believe, her debut on NXT UK. Yeah, because like it's it's so it's so gracious of her to make the really really uh, long trip to UK in USA. Yes, um, Zia Lee, because uh, we needed two Zayas on NXT UK. Just remember that. Um, one with a Z and one with an X. No, are they both? No, with they're, X's? Bo- they're both X. Okay, not my X's though. They all live what, in Texas. 
do they? That would be awesome if they had a house in Texas and be like, all these exes we could live stop. in oh. Texas. Anyways, uh, the two exchange submissions back and uh, back and forth fist and knee strikes to Kaylee Ray. Uh, Zaya missed with a roundhouse kick, but hits her with the second continuous one. Uh, super kick followed by a widow's peak to Zaya. Pin win Kaylee Ray. Uh, Kaylee Ray, like I said, she's a good wrestler, but she comes off kind of bland to me. I don't know. Wait, Kaylee Ray won this match? Yeah, Kaylee Ray. Against? Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Yeah, sorry, I was brain fart. Zia Lee, remember she's the, she's... Asian she, woman, Chinese woman. She's She has a good amount of muscle, though. Yeah, no, she's uh, she'll get there. Give her another year. Yeah. She's a bit green, but superstar potential. Next up, Piper Niven. She's at Access signing autographs, and it's literally, okay, this is literally somebody walking up to her at the autograph booth. Like Who with are a, you with a camera and ask her, hey, what do you think about Rhea Ripley? <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, Rhea Ripley's a bully and I don't like bullies. Well, Piper Nevin, you're the new, not, not the new too, queen of the gays. Not too. Uh, Thanks, Piper. I love you. Yeah. Uh, so then we have um, Kenny Williams or sorry, we're backstage we're backstage actually in Glasgow because I believe this was taped after they left Access. And uh, the grizzled young vets um, are throwing out the ring gear and um, articles of you know, everything they own. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan throwing all their stuff out of the locker room saying, you're not welcome in this locker room. We're the locker room leaders. Get out. So, you don't like it. You can get it. You don't like it. You can get out. And then we have our main event. Mustache Mountain versus Flash Morgan Webster's and Mandrews. That's Mark Andrews. Um, we have Andrews and Bates start the match. Uh, wrist locks back and forth. But Bake, uh, Bates, uh, he's British, and he knows clever ways to get out of submissions. Get out of here. He's British. And he knows clever ways to get out of submissions. Apparently, every British wrestler knows how to get out of submissions very Apparently, well. every British wrestler is also in NXT UK. That's very true. Well, that's, what a coincidence. Except for Chris Cage. Oh, that's true. Sorry, Chris. Someday. Someday. I mean, hey, listen, it all boils down to if he wants to or not. And did you know uh, Flash Morgan Webster is from the same hometown as Adrian Street? What? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was something they made sure to tell us during the broadcast. Oh, Adrian Street. Yeah. Okay. Who, who is that? Fucking I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Hard Chops followed by a DDT to Mark Andrews by Trent Seven. Springboard Moonsault to Seven by Andrews. Flying European Uppercut to Andrews by Bate. We have the single airplane to Flash Morgan Webster by Tyler Bate, which led to um, him spinning uh, Andrews 2 with a... You know, when he takes them both and spins them both around because he's a big, strong boy. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Standing uh, standing shooting star pressed to Mandrews by Tyler Bate. Mandrews then fights off Mountain um, single-handedly with a series of chops and kicks. Stereo suicide dives by Flash and Mandrews. Then we have a dragon suplex with a bouncy clothesline to Mandrews. Bouncy. That's what I'm just going to call it, the bouncy clothesline. Uh, Flash then hits a senton to break up the count. Awesome backwards uh, leg scissors takedown plus a V trigger to bait by um, by Flash and um, Andrews, and then we have the finish of the match, which was burning hammer and a super knee off the rope to um, was it Andrews? Yeah, Andrews. No, it was to uh, Flash Morgan Webster, and to pin in the win, Mustache Mountain wins. How was the crowd in these matches? The the first matches they were dead silent, and last match they were actually excited for. So NXT UK access shows. I mean, I hear. I mean, is there going to be? Isn't there going to be like a take solo takeover in the relatively near future? Where they got one in them, right? They're about due for one. Um, Okay, because the first one was like that. That first one is that was really good. The only thing I know is that for sure, every year they've done one for Money in the Bank. There hasn't been one announced yet. 
So they're probably not going to do it because they don't want to have a pay-per-view. Like all hands on deck on the Saudi Arabia shit show. Shh, we're not talking about Saudi Arabia. Come on, it's a conference call. They, they don't want to talk about Saudi Arabia. I could, we could say whatever the fuck we want about Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Beheading college fresh people going into college and bullshit like that. Wait, they killed college students too? No, no they, they, I mean, and don't want to get too much of a tangent here, but there was reports of like uh, just new beheadings of like people as young as uh, people entering into college age because he was a, like they're one of them like the people who, the guy who got beheaded like was attending a pro democracy protest they caught wind of it and uh, yeah he caught wind and then he ended up you know that shit happened wow and WWE continues to do business with these guys it's, and we are and I think with this investor call and the stuff that's like the losses that they're like netting right now mm-hmm. i'm beginning i'm the optimist in me thinks that this is like the effects of this and it's definitely not going to and they're definitely not going to bounce back from it but it will um so that is a very unfortunate thing and i don't even know how we got to this subject with the saudi arabia nxc uk in the usa okay it was a show it was very much a show let's move on to nxt which was better than just a show i believe in um, my opinion we, there was but, NXT. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, NXT uh, dated for 24 2019. <laughs> this one starts with out with a banger, not banger, of a match with oh, Jackson God. Riker versus the dimpled one, Umberto Carrillo. He's adorable. Uh, why does every match Umberto Carrillo in um, awesome? No, they have to. What do you call it? That. it Nigel McGuinness has to remind us that Aiden English has a crush on him or something because like that. they're because uh, Aiden English is of 205 Live. Well, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, Carrillo has a Carrillo has one hell of a banger ass theme, but I've read comments from actual Spanish speakers that it's terrible. So, <laughs> but I don't think it is. I dale think. god, dale god. It's catchy. Dale god. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're like they're just saying noises. Yeah. Back and forth action. Carrillo, Carrillo, excuse me, brings his best John Morrison impre- Morrison impression with a springboard roundhouse kick, which looked nice. And spring back elbow to a two count on Riker. Riker tosses Carrillo to the turnbuckle as he builds heat on the corner. Widowmaker to, to Carrillo as he rolls to the floor, but Riker beats him to it and beats him some more as Blake and Cutler just straight up yell. Yeah. They spill over to the outside as the ref calls for the bell. L- Lorkin and Danny Birch with his hair. <laughs> magically grown uh, comes to Carrillo's aid. You notice that? No, I didn't see that. Like I, Danny it, Birch, it was a little bit because because if you watch like if you watch Two Hundred Five Live, which I know you don't, like <laughs> Danny Birch is like super in. Has Danny that. Birch been on Two Hundred Five Live? Yeah, dude he he wrestled Cedric Alexander in Cedric Alexander's last match, and it was actually like. Wait, are you talking about match. Danny Birch or? Oh, I'm sorry, Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah. His hair was just straight in this NXT taping. It was just straight up. He's like, like Raymond Rowe full, coming out during NXT takeover. It was, it was full on like Cesaro hair. Oh, I like it. Yeah, uh, and balding, was, but still there. Yeah, so they uh, come to Creo's aid, and uh, that reason. was a, that was a segment, I guess. Did something like, happen last week between uh, the Forgotten Sons and uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch? Or guess something? what, Corey? I forgot. <laughs> okay. Uh, Riker, I think Riker has a crazy physique. Um, he, he does unto others. Yeah, he he definitely has potential, but he is just painfully like quote unquote one of those guys where you could see Vince fall in love with for like a week, and then the minute that he messes up, they'll just give up on him. Oh, you're like, I, see that with, I can see that with him. Lars Sullivan. I don't see that with Braun Strowman because I feel like whenever he, I feel like he just kind of capitalizes whatever is given to him, which yeah. you know it's a credit to him. But yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Adam Cole photo shoot and interview. Matt Riddle laughs at him as Cole talks about, you know, how much he's better than Gargano and goads Cole about Roderick getting a match against Gargano. He thinks it's hilarious and asks Cole, what is he going to do about it? Riddle then asks, oh, well, Cole leaves. Like, he's like, huh. And then Riddle then asked to said, get I have time for this. Yeah, I have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. And then Riddle then asked to like, get this photo show going as he comically poses. Oh, uh, I was so waiting for uh, Adam Cole to attack him from behind. <laughs> and then just have a picture of just like a foot just like about to hit Adam, uh, Matt Riddle he as he's hit, still smiling. I thought he was going to hit a shining wizard from behind. That's why he was like getting on his knees. But no, it was yeah. just he said, it's my like I'm in line to take pictures next, Brad. That would have made that would that would have made a better reason for, you know, for getting what, involved in anything. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. uh, we'll get there, Corey. Uh, WWE PC commercial. Subscribe it. It's great. Still saw. We still saw Rhea Ripley doing the bleh. thing. The bleh. Yeah, I love how we're like trash on her, but we're still doing like her thing. You know? I mean, hey, no, we're we're putting it back towards her after finding out what she did. You know what I think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's great. P- PC commercial. They, I said a, I said what I had to say about it last week. Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne versus Candice LeRae and Casey Catanzaro. Uh, one thing I noticed about this match: everybody is so small. Yeah, and especially after a match. I mean, I think because it was does, I, we uh, were just fresh off a match with Jackson Riker, who is you know a big guy. Does Candice Lerae have another new theme? Yeah, no, she changed this it. It's not the it's, the it's not the stars and oh, the, the second light one. Yeah, yeah. and the light and the stars. No, um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out that like I think three out of the four ladies there like were barely over the ropes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just something to just, like, point out that you normally just don't really see in a WWE product. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah does her usual face wash catfight offense where she just, you know, like, yeah, look at me. Double team suplex <laughs> to Ken and Sorrow as Bourne uh, builds heat. Tandem rope offense on Casey as Aaliyah gets the tag and for some reason takes the longest possible route to- walking towards Casey. Like, she walks around the referee, <laughs> like, in the most, like, slowest way possible yeah yeah and uh as she walks towards casey she gets an obvious two count because seriously uh casey counters the double suplex into a double neck breaker as Larray gets the hot tag missile drop kick snapmare root awakening cabrata all to born for the pin and win uh, i'm glad casey and candace are getting more screen time more so Larray, especially given some of the call-ups recently with Kyrie sane leaving um there's a bit of a you're you're getting a new breath of fresh like talent within that women's uh, that NXT women's division. Casey Kanzaro just doesn't excite me at all. Like, I think it's she's mo- very I, good gymnast. I think this was. Uh, I think mostly it was because of this match. Like there wasn't a lot. I think this was just more of her getting heat from uh, Aaliyah and Bourne. Right. This was just more of like an assignment for her. See how oh, yeah, well yeah, she's yeah. good at doing that before. Oh, I mean, because she can't do what she can't do what she's known for every week, which is like some some of the most like crazy acrobatic stuff yeah. that you could possibly do. Because you know, and she, I remember one time she was doing she's that. Like a she spider kinda, monkey. She kind of she kind of botched, and so she kind of botched her you know stuff doing that. I don't necessarily remember when, but uh, yeah, space it out a little bit more, makes it all the more special because she can't be doing that every week. Oh like, my god, she when can't you, be like Ricochet. Botch, it was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, he's gonna cry. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, nah, I seriously see Ken and Zaro have superstar potential if you give her like two years at least. Yeah, you know, give give her yeah time. Give give, give some still time to bake. time. Io Shirai interview uh, before she even says a single word. Well, she says a couple of words. She gets beaten up by the four horsewomen, complete with a loud kick. See you next week, Shirai. 
We get another Kushida video as Regal and Kratos Levesque talk about their new son. The, the Kush man. Yeah. He wants to show Japanese wrestling because it's incredibly hard to come by nowadays. Good for him. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. I want to show WWE Japanese wrestling. Um, I apologize for that bad accent. But um, <laughs> uh, William Regal is psyched. He meets Kachisono and talk about NXT Oh, God. UK this is weird. Because he's hanging out there and congratulates Kushida. Ono he's continues. like, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, you want to thank me? That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He was just kind of brown nosing. Ono continues to be NXT's gatekeeper because he fights Kushida next week. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll see sense. how it goes. Uh, Street Profits versus the Viking War Raiders experience. Uh, well, they're known as the War Raiders in this match. Uh, they were full. They were raiding fully tonight. This is a good match. Yeah, camera is still on uh, Viking War Raiders uh, as Montez fucking Ford springs boards to them. I thought this was like a really cool spot. Yeah, it was awesome because we're like you can see the facial expression on Hanson and Rowe. It's like, oh no! But like, Ooh. why are they making that face? And then from like like a Star like the spaceship from the beginning of Star Wars where it goes over your head. Yeah. it was just Montez Ford. Going I liked over your um, head. actually after the match they showed the clip of the the Street Profits in the ring and when Montez did that the facial expression he made yeah. he was just like fucking I'm going. Yeah, uh, they tease an early finish with a frog splash to I think Hanson, uh, which I totally bought. Uh, Hanson receives shoulder blo- uh, shoulder blocks from Ford as Hanson no sells. Mara equates it to a Twitter block. Oh, thanks, Mara. Delayed belly to back suplex from Ford to Hanson Shiranui. Shiranui. You've heard you like you. I, I heard call. him say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, that's another. Okay. Hey, thanks. at least I get to type it, and at least I get I get it right. Thank um, you, Mara. To Hanson for a two count. Hans bring double back elbow to profits from Hanson exploder suplex by. Yeah, exploder, exploder suplex by Rowe, elevated German to a springboard clo- clothesline to Dawkins, Thor's hammer to Ford, pin to win. Seriously, who the fuck knows the direction of this that's, tag division? That's the same move that they're calling the Viking experience now, Thor's sure. hammer. Yeah. So, But, like, this tag division, it's I feel like is getting kind of screwed because of that call-up. Like, nobody expected the War Raiders so, to be called up this soon. One thing I noticed on NXT TV this week is that all the belts now, all Velcro. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you noticed. I know it's a little off topic, but um, that's something you were talking about the tag division. I just started thinking about the belts. All Velcro now. From uh, yeah, I just think it's kind of dumb. Yeah, that's a good nice but little touch right there. Tag division. Um, I mean, who else they got in a tag division down there? Undisputed. Orkin and Birch. And that's why they can't. And they're kind of, and they're also off doing their own thing, kind of. Well, Danny Birch is like, hey, what about me? I mean, well, Undisputed Era. I don't know how much for how much longer. I feel like forgotten the, son. I feel like this program, like whatever Undisputed Era is doing, this is gonna be their like their last hurrah at NXT. Oh, absolutely. They, they got to. They got to. Um, got to. They got to go. Uh, what other tag team? I mean, you could do. Uh, you could do Carrillo and um, Mendoza. Mendoza. Oh, I, my money's on Mendoza. Dale God. Dale God. Um, they have matching tights, so that's that's a start. There has to be more, like. The fucking the, the Dusty Rhodes classic recently happened. <laughs> Listen, baby. Who within the classic? Oh, why did I even say that? The most know. tacked on, lazy sounding use of ADR you could possibly imagine is interviewing oh. Mia Yim. Okay, this I, disembodied I, voice. His name is Dennis because that's what Mia Yim said. I, I, I noticed oh. the exact same thing because I was looking at the recorder. I was like, wait, was that somebody talking? Oh, was this that was ADR? so that was so dumb. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, yeah, I mean, I get it, but then, like, this is WWE. At least get better sound quality. I, like, I feel like our podcasts sound better than this. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, thousand percent. 
motherfucker. A million percent. She talks about Shayna Baszler and how she runs over the division, like na- individually naming every single one of the people that she beat. Uh, she learned a lot about herself in the one match she had against Baszler, which I thought was a pretty good match <laughs> yeah. at the time. And uh, that's all we get. Seriously, that voiceover is horrible. HBIC. No, and also, um, yeah, you can't see it re- being recorded. I love how that's what we're talking about. You can't see it being recorded on the phone because it's yeah. ADR, so they're recording afterwards. And also... There's two phones recording. One of them's recording at a minute and eight seconds. The other one's been recording for eight minutes. What the hell is going on? They just called someone over, be like, "Hey, it's just a low more. rent man. It's full sale. They're just struggling for equipment. You Jesus can't check out like Christ. all the. You can't check out all the cool things because you know undisputed WWE era, undisputed era checked out all that equipment. You know, and then, I like, they just like they didn't give it back, and so that's why nobody can ever check. NXT out needs to start recording at City College of San Francisco. NXT man, City College of San <laughs> Francisco of should just straight up have a wrestling division. We're here at the City College of San Francisco, <laughs> at the home of the Rams. It's also the home of the. Rams. Ram. Did you know the Rams are here? Sorry, oh, I just got no. too excited right there. I'm going to get something off the... I'll be back. i got to order something from Ease. That's the marijuana delivery service. Nice. Nice. Let's anyway, continue. Yeah, anyway. Johnny DeGoat Gargano versus cool. Roderick Strong. Strong enters by himself. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, very fluid chain mat wrestling to start. Collar and elbow tie up from Strong. J- Gargano attempts a Gargano escape into a pin. Gargano. But, shut up. But a two count. That's the whole point of that name. Apron kick to Strong. Gargano tries to slide kick Strong on the floor, but gets caught with a half Nelson slam onto the hardest part of the ring. They trade some chops, but Strong builds heat on Gargano. Gory is special to Gargano, and Strong is seriously giving Johnny the business. Real stiff work here. Slingshot spear by Gargano to a two-count. Cannonball off the apron by Gargano after playing possum to Strong's possible springboard. Reverse Ronda by Gargano with a super kick follow-up to a near fall. Strong gets chopped, and I think we either see a piece of gum or tooth or most likely spit. Because, like, full sale, like, they got all of Roderick Strong as he got hit on the yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everybody was just like, oh, uh, uh, one more time. Because I want Roderick's DNA all over me. Yum. Um, but Strong counters with a butterfly back suplex for a two count uh, because Gargano attempts another spear. Loud as hell step up in Zaguri by Gargano. Back elbow by Strong. Rolling disc- discus clothesline by Gargano. Strong tosses Gargano to the turnbuckle. Spike suplex to Gargano for a two count. Gargano escapes to Strong as Adam Cole comes down to jaw jack Gargano. <gasps> like, you're not a champion. Blah, 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 blah. As the rest of the Undisputed Era comes in. But Matt Riddle. Uh, comes into kind of even the odds a Bro. little bit. And after much schmozzing, Cole accidentally kicks Roderick <gasps> St- Strong, which sets Gargano up for the slingshot DDT for the pin Dissension. and win. Great match. Uh, what else could you expect from these two? Uh, love to see faces help other faces. Rather yeah. than like rather than having people be, be in their own like sort of island within their own program. Monday Night Raw were like Lashley, Baron, and fucking yeah. the other guy. It's just like McIntyre beat down. If, if you just have at least one week where you just have other people running, I mean, I feel like it happens more often than we think. But then the fact that we're kind of like wanting more of this means there's but not how enough awesome, of it. How awesome was it when the Nexus went to WWE and then all of a sudden just random good guys were like, we're going to band together because it's, fuck yeah, you it's guys. like because it will create it'll make people happy to see more of their favorite stars out there doing, you know, these quick spots. And it just generates it generates like good, you know, good drawing heat. Heat. Yeah. Um, you get like you see more stars, you get better reactions. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is, I, and, I, I and know what why, you're saying. And like, and we wonder why the live attendance like shit is down because like nobody wants to whatever. It's NXT, so uh, yeah, it was a good episode. Not great, but hey, you can only cons- you can only be so consistent for so much, for so long. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't really asking for much. This was a, I enjoyed my time with NXT. Johnny still the goat. Nice. Johnny Johnny Champ. Johnny Champion. Johnny Champion. We are not your kind. We are not. We don't go to Disneyland with our championship still, belt. That's still that's still like a real marky way thing to do. Like I'm the champion, guys. I'm Johnny Ergano. I'm the champion. Does anyone assign me? You want? Does it? Can you want? You want me to sign your autograph he, he's book? Like, he's in the teacup ride. He's like spinning yeah. Candace, and Candace is like, it's a whole back. new world after all he's because like, I'm on. the champion. I'm the champion. Yeah, I'm the man. You know about NXT? I'm the man. Get away from my son, sir. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Johnny Champion. Like, honestly, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> He's fat Albert. Hey, 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 guys, I'm Johnny Gargano. He kind of does talk, like, that's what he kind of talks like. Like, I'm not saying Johnny Gargano's bad on the mic, because he's actually kind of underrated on the oh, mic. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like that at all. But then, like, honestly... <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Wrestling Show and Tell, shall we? Oh, yes. Wrestling Show and Tell. This week, sponsored by me, Corey Smith. Um, this week, we have Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Barnett. Bloodsport 2019. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Used, uh, used to be Matt Riddle, but then he went on to some other place. Yeah. Um, so, um, it was hard taking notes for this match, I'll be honest. It's because there was just a bunch of holds. And yeah. Like, actual, it's a, okay, so the style, the thing is, for those of you who aren't familiar with Blood sport, yeah. The Josh Barnett or Matt Riddle, not the John Claude Van Damme one, not the John Claude Van Damme masterpiece. Um, it's really it presents. So they usually hold these in WrestleMania weekend, and what they try to strive to do is recreate that bygone era of shoot wrestling, shoot wrestling where they try to make it as real as possible right. while you know making you know the finishes the work or at least lay out these uh uh you know yeah things yeah. And it was really, I mean, I was really good. They also, um, they take away the ropes from the, the ring. They also, there's strict rules for this match. Um, it can't end by pinfall. It can only end by submission or, um, what are you laughing at? Nothing. Okay. End by submission or referee stoppage. Um, there were a lot, actually, a lot of good matches on that show that night, but I chose the main event, Minoru Suzuki, Josh Barnett. Now why not? Uh, Minoru Suzuki, that dude's hair game, no matter what, shaved or not shaved or growing or not growing. On fucking point. It's pretty good. He's probably it's probably he's probably the best he's looked in a very long time. Like crowd. as much as I really like the back mohawk, the the thing that the the the, the short hair, it's a good look for him. Yeah. Uh, Josh Barnett. He's Josh Barnett. He's Josh Barnett. <laughs> the the war master they call him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well he not he, the only uh UFC performer in uh No, who else was MMA who performer? Who was the other guy that was it? Uh, Frank Mir. Frank Mir. Yeah, he called out Brock Lesnar, guy who beat Brock Lesnar. He beat Dan Severn, and then Dan got Severn. beat by Brock Lesnar. You know. Dan Severn, yeah, Dan Severn uh, like of, uh, of of Brawl for It All fame, <laughs> Brawl for All fame. Yeah, well, he was also like how many? He was also titles? a well-renowned MMA fighter. He was a UFC champion, wasn't he? Like the ECW, he had a bunch of belts. He was a belt collector at one point. He had a really cool theme song. Some might say like it should have been used to a a more high-profile guy, but hey. What are you going to do? But the two men start off. Suzuki and Barnett start off with a test of strength between the two men. Palm strikes back and forth. Uh, the two tangle up in a long series of submissions, like you said. Um, like you, Since there's really no ropes, it's really hard to do these um, these slams or anything like that. Are you talking to a girl over there? 
No. Oh, okay. Unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. <laughs> you have this smile on your face when you look at your phone. The two tangle up in a series of submissions. Suzuki trying to get the gotch-style pile driver on, but cannot lock it in because, you know, Barnett, he's big. Um, so big! Uh, Barnett locks the STFU onto Suzuki. They it's brought called an up. STF, all right? We're, they, no, John Cena. I, I give it to John Cena version, okay? Okay. Uh, they brawl on the outside. Suzuki tries to get a chair, but they're all zip-tied together because the GCW staff were they thought ahead of this. They didn't want any thing to get involved in the match. So they tied them all together. He couldn't bring it in the ring, but brings Barnett to the outside. Um, he has him in a headlock. He calls No ropes either. Exactly. In this uh, blood sport because they... Bloodsport, and he calls a. He has Barnett in a headlock. He calls the ref over and just smacks the ref in the face. Ugh. That was great. That's Suzuki, and then he hits uh, Barnett with That's a chair. Suzuki and Suzuki. Chair shot to Barnett. The two brawl until the time runs out. Twenty minute time limit is done. Then Suzuki just says, "Screw it, five more minutes," because Suzuki can. could do because that. Yeah, uh, they were like, "Cool." Uh, they go to five-minute overtime. German suplex to Suzuki. Coquina clutches Suzuki. Suzuki battles uh, battles back and bites the foot of Josh Barnett. That's sick, sadistic Minoru Suzuki. Uh, chicken wing to Barnett. It's exposed. Like, those 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 piggly wigglies are exposed. They so. weren't. He bit the shoe. Oh. Well. Minoru Suzuki bit exposed. Barnett's shoe. Exposed shoe. Yes. Um, uh, we have a leg bar locked into both men. And then the five-minute overtime is done. The two men show a sign of respect and shake each other's hand. And that was Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Barnett. Good, cool. Yeah. So what did you think of the match when you saw it? Uh, very different. Very jarring to see this sort of thing in 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, I didn't say, I'm not saying that's like a slight on it. It's just a very, it's very uh, of its, it's very for its audience. I wouldn't consider myself the biggest fan of it. No. Of yeah. this kind of thing. Um, it's cool. Like I, I, th- I can see the appeal to it. It's yeah. not something that I would like go out of my way to see every week. And GCW uh, puts it on, so you know they're. It's fucking- it's like GCW has become that kind of promotion where, listen, there's so much of the of so much of wrestling right now is somewhat kind of identical towards one another, whether it be like New Japan, ROH, WWE, AEW. But everything GCW, everything. Does. Let's just say, yeah, everything GC, GCW does tries to be completely different, different from what is presented normally. And, Blood sport, and, uh, spring break, you know, all and that. thus creates and thus created this you know, sort of niche around it. And that's why GCW has been like getting so much buzz, particularly within the WrestleMania, whenever there's either WrestleMania weekend or any, anytime there's a big four going on, GCW exactly. does a thing. Yeah. They were there in Los Angeles when I was there. Yeah. And, and uh, it happened there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to going to another GCW match when I can, hopefully they'll come back to San Francisco. They'll come to San Francisco one day. Huh? No, that's a, that's a no from GCW. But that was my wrestling show and tell for this week. So in two weeks, Michael, you will have your wrestling show and tell. Did you want to announce it this week or do you want to wait until next week to announce it? Um, I feel like I can just announce it this week. Well, I haven't found a way to actually watch the damn thing. It's um, It'll probably be up. Viceland does documentaries called, does this do- series documentaries called Dark Side of the Ring. They did one about Montreal Screwjob where apparently it was just Jim Cornette and Vince Russo cutting promos on each hey, other. Hey, bro, listen. Or the uh, Bruiser, the murder of Bruiser Brody, and I think the life, excuse me, of Bruiser Brody, and this one episode in particular, which is going to be airing on May first, um, 
really tackles a subject that I hold very with hold with a lot of fascination, and that is the Von Erich family and WCCW. Now, Vice uh, Viceland also did a documentary of another WCCW talent by the name of Gino Hernandez, which I think is going to be airing the next week. That's the so, one where it's like how Gino Hernandez died or something. Yeah, or like the life he led yeah. of that certain era. Yeah, right. world-class championship wrestling has always been a very just uh, a fascinating subject in when, like about re- uh, in wrestling. And just one of those folk tales that you hear about, like that's just associated with like the highest of highs and then the darkest, absolute darkest thing you can possibly imagine when it comes to wrestling. So um, I'm hoping by the time we get to wrestling show and tell, uh, I have access to this. I don't necessarily have Viceland. We'll find a way. I'll find a way. Some friend will give you a password. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to it because there has been a lot of positive buzz regarding this certain documentary. And I've always wanted to find a way to, you know, talk about the the Von Erich family and the, and just everything about WCCW. And because it, also, it is in, it, and if you don't know about it, then like it's it's really fascinating. And it also stretches out um, wrestling show and tell for what it really is. You know, like we've said every week, it doesn't always have to be matches. It can be whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So the Viceland documentary about uh, the Von Erichs, which is mar- airing May 1st, which I know is next week, and we, hell, we might even do it next week, but um, we don't know. Yeah, we should do it next week, man. We'll, yeah. we'll probably watch it. I don't know. When's, is May 1st? That is that's a... Wednesday, I think. That's a Wednesday. No, uh, no, that's Thursday. I'm looking at the calendar. Thursday, Thursday. Lo- right behind you. That's April. That's April. Calendar. Yeah, but then it says April 30th. And then it says the first, so. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's B-Show. That's the B-Show. never really end these with, like, a bang. We just kind of just kind of teeter off. And it's just over. Yeah. It's done. We kind of just blow our load early. <laughs> so. All right. Let's get out of here, uh, Mikael. Uh, for, I guess, don't forget to check us out, all of our other shows, soundcloud.com slash Radio. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Do you, wanna, for- do you wanna do another 17 minutes? <laughs> Why? Just looking at the bus time. Oh, no. no. I mean, there's nothing it's more okay. to really talk about. Um, don't forget to go buy a shirt, a City Wrestling Radio shirt, brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR.HDML. Buy a shirt, extra small to 4XL, um, $21.99 plus shipping and handling, and taxes, I believe, too. Yeah. It's really good quality too. Like I said, I just got it. And it get, gets in, comes off, comes in the mail very, very, very fast. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara, and we will see you next week with the Raw Review. Yeah, Raw Review. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>